Hello and welcome to the Villa on Tour end of season awards show. Yesterday we are in a slightly different location. We are very nicely in the Hockley Social Club, not too far from the Jewelry Quarter in town. Obviously, I'm your host, Max Stokes, today, joined by Simon Lyons. Simon, how are you, mate? Nice little location for it today. It's nice, a bit of a change, isn't it? A bit of a change from our living room. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it's not bad at all. It's nice. <laughs> yeah, it's decent. If ever you fancy coming for some food or drinks, there's live music here, there's comedy events. So, it's a really, really nice nice location, actually, not too far from the city centre. So, big thank you to uh, Hockley Social Club for having us. The awards show is on YouTube and it is also on our podcast platforms as well. So, if you are listening, listening to this there is a YouTube version if you want to see our very handsome faces um, if you didn't know we already have a podcast we've got a podcast that comes out every Monday morning me and Simon sort of chat about the Villa news what's happened over the weekend on Spotify Apple so search Villa on Tour podcasts over there and you will find it so today Simon we are going to react to the season we've got a variation of awards player of the season goal of the season that sort of thing I think there's about 10 uh, it's worth pointing out that we are recording this before the Brighton game mm. so uh, just bear that in mind when we're talking about game of the season limbs of the season because if that Brighton game goes well it will win a few awards so just bear that in mind this is recorded before the Brighton game I also did put these polls out on Twitter as well so there's a bit of interaction um you guys voted on Twitter as well as as well as me and Simon voting today so stay tuned let's get into it so first one probably the main one player of the season nominations are Douglas Louise Ollie Watkins Tyrone Mings and Emmy Martinez who have you gone for Simon go for it tell me I think it's I think it's a tough one I think they've all got they've all got reasons why they would win it definitely mm-hmm. um, I think if you go through them like Ollie Watkins like how he's you know turned out in the second half of the season with his sort of prolific sort of goal scoring rate I think Douglas Louise has been superb as well he's really sort of really sure that Villa midfielder up he's turned into that player that we never really knew where he was Mm. Sort, of, sort of fitting in to being a f- sort of vital cog in Villa's team um, and then obviously Martinez goes about the same but I think I think, I think think you know who my answer is going to be and, and it's and it's Tyro Mings every day of the week and I think just purely for the reason that you know start of the season we were looking at possibly losing him really mm. essentially under the previous manager he didn't he didn't fancy him did he um, and and yeah, he found himself out of the team at the start of the season and, and having the captaincy taken away from him. So I think for him to come back and I mean he was strong under Gerard. He was probably one of our strongest performers under Gerard at the he start was. of the season. Um, but then since Emery's come in, he's just been absolutely brilliant, hasn't he? He's been he's been so consistent, so so sensational. And um, I was actually talking to a Liverpool fan yesterday about um, about about the, about the game last weekend and about how. He turned into like prime sort of Van Dyke last weekend against Liverpool, <laughs> and I said to him, "I said, you know what though? That's not like a one-off. Yeah, like, yeah. He's been he's been so so good, especially over the last six months. And so, um, yeah, and I think his leadership qualities as well. Even though he had the captaincy taken away from him, I still think he he, lead, he leads us on that field. And um, and yeah, and he's and he's got used to playing the ball out um, how, how how Emery wants him to do. Um, and so for me, yeah, Tyrone Mings. Yeah, I voted for Tyrone Mings as well. I think he's been monstrous all season. I think I can remember so so vividly our, our trip back from. Bournemouth on the opening day we were sat on the coach and all them quotes came out from Gerard. I can't remember what he said but he was something along the lines of he needs to prove himself or something like that which which was just mental and the fact he sort of do you know what I don't think he was bad under Gerard. he definitely he wasn't, wasn't. He, he was still good and he, he didn't start that opening game of the season but the way he's bounced back he's been professional he's just been monstrous all season so I think Louise has got a great shout I think he's developed incredibly he has but I think we're, we're going to go with Tyrone Mings aren't we 
I think so. I th- yeah, I think I think for me he's he's, he's the front runner, and uh, yeah, I love what he's about, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm just delighted that he turned it round and delighted he signed the new deal. Essentially, yeah, that was massive. I think it was a little bit overdue, wasn't it? People were talking about it just before it happened, um, but yeah, he signed that new deal, um, and that is massive. So we've gone with Tyrone Minks, but I think the consensus on Twitter was Douglas Louise. And to be fair, you can't you can't go against that. No. I'm not surprised to be fair because, like I said, incredible season. He's developed massively. Still so so young. Just big shout out to Douglas Louise. I think he was he was quite close. Wasn't it between him and Mings? Yeah, it was neck and neck. It was absolutely neck and neck. I think Douglas Louis has been outstanding, and I think especially since Emery's come in and he's found that sort of partnership with Kamara yeah, in the centre. Yeah. I think uh, I think he's been sensational as well. So uh, so yeah, he's he's really up there. He was very neck and neck for me. Yeah. So next award then we're going to go with goal of the season. The nominations for this is Bailey versus Leeds at home, Coutinho versus Arsenal at home, McGinn versus Chelsea away, Triorite versus Leicester away. And I'm looking at the stats here from what v- people voted on Twitter, and it's very very close. What what have you gone? For goal of the season, I find this one actually really tough because I I, I struggle to like separate it out. Um, Different types of goals, yeah, though, isn't it? And that's what I'm. So I mean, in terms of like the 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 meaning of the game, what what it meant during the game, and to how all the fans reacted, and mm. just how much of a shock it was. I was gonna go for Troy Ora, yeah. if I'm being honest. But I think watching the goals back. I've, I, I don't think you can look past the Coutinho goal no. if I'm being honest. I think I just think from front to back how how, how that move how that move worked out. Like it was just so good, wasn't it? The, 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 it was the, probably the best piece of football we've played all season. If, if we've been honest, it was so yeah. so good. It was perfect, wasn't it? You know that that app Score Hero where you can like draw the lines to score goals. Yeah. It was literally like that. Like it was just perfect. Kamara Moreno, even the step over from sort of Buendia to leave it to Coutinho, and just the finish was perfect as well. He sent uh, Ramsdale the wrong way. Only goal of the season for Coutinho, but for it to be goal of the season, it's not bad, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. But it was all about the build. It wasn't. Yeah, it, it was. So it was all about how we progressed through the field. And yeah, yeah. Moreno, then uh, into Buendia, and he uh, and he and he sort of dummied into Coutinho, and then beautiful. And it was just a brilliant finish. So I think it has to be that one, just purely on the purely on 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 what the goal actually is. But I think everything else that comes with it. I think there's a a big shout out to the trial robot because yeah. I just think it was um, the you know the importance of that goal. I suppose mm. it was it was very important, and so that get, gets like an honourable mention for me as well. Yeah, of course, and that's sort of backed up by what people voted for on Twitter as well. Coutinho did actually win on Twitter with 37% of the vote uh, but Traore was just behind on 33% so for me I think goal of the season you've purely got to base it on the goal but if you're basing it on sort of what it meant yeah. it's got to give it to Traore but we're going to go with Coutinho aren't yeah. we what yeah. a goal right so like I said this is being filmed before the Brighton game depending on how that goes this could take um, a massive influence on the next award this is game of the season um, the nominations were Manchester United at home 3-1 Chelsea away 2-0 that Leicester game 2-1 away and Newcastle at home 3-0 obviously if Brighton goes well on Sunday of course that is going to be top I can't imagine how it wouldn't be but because we're filming it before I think it's pretty obvious where it's going to go it's going to be the Newcastle game isn't it um, and from my, from my perspective purely because it was our most well-rounded performance yeah. probably it was just it was so controlled wasn't it I think the players were so up for it and we didn't give Newcastle a kick that day mm. and it wasn't because Newcastle were poor I know there was a lot in the, in the media after about you know Newcastle didn't turn up and I, and I don't think it was about that I think it was because Villa just stopped them from playing yeah, they yeah. came up with a game plan to hurt Newcastle and to stop Newcastle doing what they do well um, and so for me I just think it was that all round performance that day it has to make 
game of the season for me. It was quality, wasn't it? And the early goal, we scored so many early goals at Villa Park this season. Jacob Ramsey scoring yeah. early. The atmosphere was one of the best of the season, wasn't it? It was absolutely monstrous. Ollie Watkins scoring twice. It was in the middle of that sort of uh, purple patch he was going through. It was just a, a brilliant, brilliant day. And the, the, the thing that I remember from that game is Dan Byrne versus McGinn. That yeah. sort of sums it up, didn't it? Sort of Dan Byrne just could not live with John McGinn out wide. And John McGinn, again, was incredible. He had one of his games where he was just everywhere. It was just one of the most well-rounded Villa Park performances I've probably ever seen and Newcastle have had an incredible season and they've just secured Champions League football so they're not mugs it's not like we've just run over a Bournemouth or someone who hasn't had you know the best Bournemouth's probably not the best example but like a Southampton or someone like that Newcastle were flying at the time absolutely flying and just to run over them like that 3-0 clean sheet make them look rubbish fair play what a day as well I think it was I think it was the fact that it made everyone sit up and notice Villa as 100%. well a little bit. I think I think we'd gone under the radar for quite quite a while up until that point and then I don't think anybody expected that that mm. performance and um, I don't think I did. No, and that's what I mean by us. I mean all of us. I don't think any of us saw mm. it. Um, and and I think it was how we started. We started the game so quickly, didn't we? And, and as you say, like we we have a habit of doing that at Villa Park and um, in the last second half of the season anyway, uh, definitely. Um, and I think it caught Newcastle by surprise a little yeah. bit to be honest I don't think they expected us to be so on it and uh, yeah that day I think the manager just got his his tactics absolutely spot on that day and um, and I, fi- I find it interesting that like Emery's been talking about how you know we've won games when we've been okay but we haven't been brilliant mm. like Crystal Palace Forest possibly Bournemouth at home Fulham but then there's been like the odd games where it's been you can't fault it at all it's been yeah. that Newcastle game for me and then that Spurs game ran it a close second to uh, yeah so people on Twitter agreed with that it got the vast majority of the votes 78% of people voted for that Newcastle game as game of the season but of course like I said if Sunday goes well yeah. it will be Sunday won't it without a shadow of a doubt but I don't want to jinx it I really don't want to jinx it so uh, we'll see on that one right next award away day of the season we have been to you've been to every away game haven't you yeah, 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 yeah. we've both yeah. been to every single game this season so we were at all of these the nominations are for away day of the season Brighton away 2-1 Spurs away 2-0 Chelsea away 2-0 and Leicester 2-1 was quite close on the vote on Twitter what have you gone for? Yeah uh, this is a difficult one it's tight this is a really difficult one because so many yeah, and I think <laughs> and I think the people voting on Twitter are probably voting in terms of the game as well, probably. But mm. then I'm looking at it as you've said, the the award is in the way day of the season, yeah. so it's everything that comes with it. To be um, fair, I, I I did this before the Liverpool game as well, so you could you could yeah. throw that in there as well. Well, I said to you that Liverpool for me was definitely up there as one of the best away of the mm. season, just because of the you know the weather was well, the weather was great and we found a great spot in a pub, didn't we? And uh, yeah, it was it was just an all round really good day. I think out of the options that 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 we've got. Um, they've all been pretty good <laughs> but I think I'm going to go for, for the Brighton game oh yeah, yeah I didn't expect yeah. that that's interesting no, I'm going to go for the Brighton game and again I think it was just because of everything that surrounded it I think you know we got there early that day didn't we and the weather was quite nice for a yeah, November was, if you remember yeah. it was still warm so we we ended up sitting outside didn't we we went to a bar which was literally on the beach at Brighton beautiful love going to Brighton yeah, yeah it was the, probably the most nicest sort of setting we've had uh, pre like in a pub pre a Villa game like yeah. this season and then obviously we, we then went and won it was our first away win of the season wasn't it mm. Brighton was um, at the end of November that's mad by the way <laughs> yeah the end of November after being absolutely dreadful for so long and so it meant quite a lot I think mm. um, and yeah uh, it, yeah, people might be a bit surprised by that but I think it was just everything that came with it I just really really enjoyed that day I, I've loved all of them if mm. I'm being honest but um, that one just sticks in the memory a little bit yeah last last game before the World Cup wasn't it and obviously Emery's first two games was that Man United one and that Brighton away game and 
Brighton away. Like, it's not an easy place to go. Yeah. They've run over a lot of teams at the Amex this season. So to go there, Danning's obviously scoring the winner, which was a bit bizarre. He scored, he scored a brace that day, didn't he? Yeah, scored he a penalty. Scored a penalty. Yeah, yeah. So that was, yeah, I can't, I can't really argue with that, to be fair. But I've gone slightly different. I've gone Chelsea away. Yeah. I think because, was that the day we left 11th place? Yeah, it was. I think, yeah, because Chelsea were, what, 10th and we leapfrogged them during the game. I think that was sort of, you know, 1st of April it was. It was sort of the turning point, wasn't it? It was like, that day decided, are we okay? Are we going to be sort of mid-table this season? Or are we actually going to fully push on against all odds and sort of fight towards Europe? So for me, again, one of those days where before the game was fantastic, drinking around Earl's Court, which is expensive to say the least. Yeah. Of course, it is West London, but really nice setting. The walk to the stadium is like, you're walking through West London, aren't you? You're walking through Chelsea. So it's nice. The stadium's okay. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of, you know, the, the rail season. It is quite tight at Chelsea, but the McGinn goal as well, um, incredible. Just a really, really good day. I know Chelsea have had a, a sticky season, of course they have, but it, it's always going to be hard going to Chelsea. And that was the sort of turning point for me where you're thinking, we're going to push on, aren't we? It was. The, well, it was the turning point for both clubs, essentially, in yeah. two different directions. Because before that game, I'm sure we were three points behind Chelsea. I'm, I'm, sure, think, yeah. I'm sure we were. And I think winning that day took us above the Mongol difference. I'm sure it did. Um, and then if you think to where we are today, when we, we're now 15 points clear of Chelsea. Which <laughs> that is, is, that, is that, That's crazy. And that, <laughs> remember, by the way, that was on April the 1st. And yeah. we're talking less than two months. The 23rd of May, it's mm-hmm. less than two months, which is absolutely ridiculous, isn't it? And so it just shows you the sort of uh, upturn and downturn that both clubs have had since that Wild. match, really. And you're right, it was an, import, it was an important one. Um, and that week was important, really, wasn't it? I think I said to you, like that, it, that week kind of reminded me of the Sheffield Wednesday Rotherham thing. Yes, in the definitely. Um, and obviously we had Chelsea on the Saturday and then Leicester on the Tuesday or the Wednesday night whatever it was mm. um, it kind of felt important that week it felt really important to gain that momentum and to also get the points on the board and that's exactly what we did that week and so yeah I, I, I'm with you I think Chelsea was great um, but yeah I'll stick with my brighter one but yeah honourable mention to, to Chelsea yeah it's quite close on Twitter as well um, if you look at it here I think uh, 46% of people vote for Chelsea 25% of people vote for that Spurs away game which you haven't mentioned that was that was class um, 22% of people vote for Leicester so yeah Chelsea just about wins it I think Liverpool's a shout as well 100% yeah, we've yeah. talked about it go and watch the video from that day it was it was just fantastic but yeah I'll, I'll go with Chelsea you can go with Brighton fair enough I like this one next award limbs of the season um, this is pretty unanimous, unanimous in the vote um, nominations are Buendia away at Tottenham McGinn away at Chelsea Traore goal at Leicester away and Ramsey at home to Newcastle obviously limbs of the season it's probably going to be an away game um, I think it's it's pretty obvious isn't it <laughs> surely it's the Traore one isn't it uh, and purely just because it was nearly the 98 was it like the 88th minute something yeah, like that it was yeah, like yeah. the 88th minute we hadn't been brilliant that day had we and then just purely because it was Troy or Rafi I think everyone was <laughs> I remember that goal actually I remember him sh- sort of shaping up to shoot and I straight away went what are you doing I can hear it I, I can hear like, it right now you, you to my left hand side what are you doing and then it obviously flew into the net and like you know what it, you know what Burton Troy can be like nine times out of ten that <laughs> goes flies that goes over. flies into the into the into the into, into Rose Z doesn't it um, but yeah he executed that one absolutely perfectly it was just it was Harry like shades to shoot like literally first touch and that's what I was like what are you doing well, he, had, he was like running backwards yeah. wasn't he it was his body position it was like what what but are he, you doing but he had so much time and I think that was why I was like <laughs> yes. what are you doing yes and it just shows you what I actually know about it because <laughs> clearly I need to I need to be quiet because uh, it flew into the net but yeah the limbs that followed that were sensational and then mm. it, well it just carried on while well after the yeah. full time whistle then didn't it it was all, all the, the players in the corner yeah, that was yeah. that was beautiful you don't see stuff like that all the players because it was Traore I don't think he played much football before coming on at Leicester he might have might have come on a couple of times but I don't remember him starting obviously came back in January but 
so many elements. The fact yeah. it was Troy Ray, the fact we were pushing in that game, and you know Leicester were frustrating us. It looked like we were going to pick up a point. Yeah. They defended really well, to be fair to them. And just I think it was Harvey Barnes collapsed into the floor as it flies into the net. Just Leicester hate Villa as well. They sing shit on the Villa, which is yeah. all a bit odd. Looks like they're getting relegated. All a bit odd. Just so many elements to that. Limbs, incredible. That little tight packs corner in the Leicester away end as well. Just incredible. I don't, I don't think it's close as well. I think no, McGinn, at, McGinn at Chelsea, yes. But a last-minute winner, you can't really argue, can you? No, a last-minute winner is always going to provide the limbs of the season, isn't it, essentially? And, uh, yeah, I just think there was extra elements of it which made it even even better, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, it was following that Chelsea game as well. So, so to pick up six points from Chelsea yeah. away, Leicester away can't argue right the next one I'm not really sure there's any points to it young player of the season Jacob Ramsey what's the point yeah. I mean who who else John Duran like no <laughs> I think it's got to be JJ and just shout out to JJ we talk about him a lot on the podcast um, six goals this season scored in the last two as we're recording just it's been it's been, a, it's been a good season I remember at the start of last season which which was Dino wasn't it I was thinking about this on the way here like that, that start of last game. season yeah, yeah start Dino. of last season was, yeah. that, was that Watford game when we lost that feels like years ago, by the way. That's mad. That was yeah. last season. Um, but I, I remember thinking with JJ, like, it's nice to have a young Villa lad in there, you know, one of our own, whatever. But I didn't really know what he was. I didn't know what he was. He didn't really, hadn't scored goals. He didn't really see that sort of driving run that we know he's got now. He was lacking a bit of confidence, which is natural. You know, a young player playing in the Premier League, he's probably a bit shy. Of course he is. But to see how far he's come in a short space of time, he's still only 21, by the way, 22 soon, I think. Um, so he's younger than me, which is mental. I hate that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty obvious. It's JJ, and it's nice to see how much he's developed. Yeah, you're, you're right, and, and I agree. I think when he broke through into the first team, I remember when he made his debut, uh, well, you know, he made his first start away at Wolves, yeah, didn't yeah. he, in, in, in lockdown. Um, and uh, I remember he, he was, you know, he was tidy on, on the ball. He didn't get on the ball a lot, mm. did he? He was sort of tidy on the ball. Um, but you're right. You were sort of questioning what does he? What he's supposed to be an attacking midfielder? Yeah. Is he going to offer that? And I was always a bit like, yeah, he's you know he's a steady Eddie player and he'll be okay for us in the coming years. And I didn't expect his resurgence. To be fair, I didn't. I didn't expect him to to come on how he did. Um, and that, to be fair, a lot of that happened under Gerrard. To be fair to mm. him, he, he did. He did take that mantle on under Gerrard. To be fair, um, and then again the second half of this season. He's just he, well. It's his numbers, isn't it? That's that's really yeah, increased. He's, he's he's his goal, his goals and his assists, um, his contributions to that have been really, really, really high level. Haven't they? Second half of the season, and uh, he's that type of player. You know, he's going to be in the right position, and mm. and also I think you look at him, and I think he's he's stronger now. He's like built stronger, yes, isn't he? And yeah, yeah. you know, he goes on these like long mazy runs, and he can hold people off in the corner mm. or lay it off to somebody else. And um, I think he's he's come on leaps and bounds. And as you say, it's so good to have. A villa, a villa lad, isn't it within the team? That's what we all love. We love one of our own to be in and around it. Um, and I think he's got a massive future. I think he's he's made what a hundred appearances now for Aston Villa, it's and he's only twenty one. Crazy. And I mean, that just shows you, like, obviously how highly thought of he is at the football club. Um, and you know, you don't want to get into territory of saying, oh, you know, he's BLB forever sort of thing. Because <laughs> I know that's what you used to do, with Jack Green, before. Um, but I think he's got a really high ceiling, to be honest with you. And, I, and I'm I'm really excited to see where where he can take it and let's just hope he's with us for, for many years to come right then next award is surprise of the season the nominations for this one are Douglas Louise Esri Concert, Ashley Young and Ollie Watkins I think on the votes on Twitter 59% of people went with Ashley Young I'd go with Ashley Young go with Ashley Young <laughs> yeah I think yeah I think that's fair isn't it I think that's really fair and I think again from my perspective and my opinion on Ashley Young was that towards the end of last season I remember away at Leicester when he yes. played away at Leicester and he was at left back that day mm. And I remember saying, I think I think it's the end of the road for Ashley Young, really. Now, I I didn't really 
I didn't think he was playing particularly great um, when he was at left back last season mm. under Gerrard. And um, you know, we were always worried when Dino got injured, weren't we? Towards the end of last season, yeah, actually, young coming in, and um, and I thought it was probably going to be the end of the road for, for for him, if I'm being honest. And then obviously he did get his new deal, which I wasn't against. I'm never against actually on getting a new deal because he's been such a good servant and such a good player for for our football club over the two spells. Um, but yeah, I thought it was the end of the road, and then for him to come in this season and play so often as yeah. well like he's way more than so any of us would have predicted yeah, way I mean, more he must have played like over 20 odd games must have he you must think have. over half wouldn't you yeah he must have Massey Cash's injury etc Cash has had a few like, injury problems and Cash wasn't in the team for a little while as yeah, well yeah. if you remember he, he's been on the bench and stuff yeah, he had to sit so, out when he returned from injury didn't he because yeah. Ashley Young was doing so well yeah and so um, yeah Ashley's been brilliant and I think he's you know, I remember that Chelsea game when he was away, when he was absolutely phenomenal yeah. that game, and he just kept everybody quiet. And uh, he was literally putting that much of a shift. He was literally having to be helped off the pitch, if you remember. <laughs> yeah. And, like, he, and he made that joke after he was saying, "Oh, you know, he's going to spend a couple of days in the ice bath, sort of thing, just to get his legs working again." But yeah, I mean, I just think he's incredible. I think he's he's approached his 38th birthday this summer, and he's still he's still a really high quality sort of fullback now in the Premier League, mm. and that's mad. And um, and now there's the question: What do we do with him next? Does he get another deal? You got it. You've got yeah. to like j- j- forget about his age. Why would you not? He's been he's been so good, and you know he's probably not going to play if regarding injuries. He's probably not going to play as much next season. But you'd have him around, yeah, wouldn't you? One hundred percent with the younger players. He's he's so professional. He's experienced. Whatever. If I said to you fifteen years ago, Ashley Young is going to be playing right back for Villa in the 2022-23 season you'd have thought that's mental left wing Ashley Young at right back it's just it's just crazy and it's, I, I love him I do I love Ashley Young and you're right and, and that's in a team competing for European place as well yeah. not just, not just oh he's come back just for a bit of yeah, a, yeah. a swan song but he's not playing particularly great and he's, and he's anywhere I mean he's you know he's literally been really high high level this season it's not yeah. a romantic thing is it he's genuinely no, been he's, incredible he's been really high level um, remember, that, remember that Leeds game at Villa Park as well when it was him against the Nonto yeah, yeah, yeah. and like that lad gave him Half his age, night. yeah, <laughs> but it was such a good battle to watch yeah, that yeah. was, and um, yeah, I love Ashley Young, massive, massive shout out. He's got a great relationship with the fans as well, hasn't he? And uh, I think we all love Ashley Young, and just for his experience, and but he's not just experience; he's not just around just, 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 just for a bit of a laugh. He's a bloody good player, he's a good player still, <laughs> and so for that, for me. 100% you keep him next season yeah it's, it's give him a new contract you know surprise of the season it's got to go to Ashley Young but I think there's got to be a, a little tiny mention for Ezri Concert because I think he had a slightly difficult start to the season but he's come back and he's been absolutely monstrous next to Tyrone Mings um, I don't think surprise is probably the wrong word but I just think I just want to give him a shout out because he always goes quite underrated Mings everybody talks about Mings whatever but Ezri Concert sort of under the radar does his job week in week out Mr. Consistent just a small little shout out for Concert well yeah and he's that 7 out of 10 every week yeah. isn't he Ezri Concert and um, and sometimes it's nice to have players like that. If you think about it, you know, we only paid twelve million for Ezra Kanza, and he's turned oh, into okay. you know he's turned into a centre half you can really rely on if you're in the hunt for European football, mm-hmm. which we are this season. And um, yeah, a massive shout out to him because I think him and him and Mings have forged that partnership. What we knew they could do and what yeah. they did during that lockdown year, if you remember, mm-hmm. how they were so good. Um, and Villa don't look like giving many goals away these days at all. Yeah. You know how many goals we can see? We can see two in the last. Is well, it, I don't know. Is what it something is it? stupid? What is it? Four in fourteen yeah. from open play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is mental. which is absurd, isn't it? Absolutely Crazy. absurd. And um, yeah, massive shout out to Kanza. Right, a couple more awards then. The penultimate one then, signing of the season. Only three nominations for this one. You could probably argue there should really only be two. Uh, Den Dunker, no. Uh, Kamara and Moreno. I think it was quite uh, relatively close on the vote. Fifty-three percent of people voted for Moreno. Forty-six for Kamara. I think it probably would have been Kamara had he played consistently the way we know he can do for the whole season without his injuries. 
but you can't look past Moreno in terms of you know the fact he came in for 13 million bargain came in in January fitted in so well and he's just kind of transformed the way we play and he's so perfect for that role in the way Emery wants to play on that left-hand side so good going forward a couple of questions on his defensive ability at the start but you can't argue against that now he's good forward good back involved in so many goals assists he's a great little bargain he was Sonia of the season hands down for me yeah, I tend to agree. I would tend to agree. I think Kamara's running really close, to be honest. Um, I think, yeah, firstly on Kamara, I think that was the best, well, the only, probably the only bit of recruitment we did well under, under Steven <laughs> yeah. Gerrard, if we've been totally honest. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a good coup for Villa to get him in. Massive. I think, you think about the age Kamara is, um, you think about how he dominates the football when, when he's in the team. And um, and I think it, under Gerrard, we were, obviously we were really struggling, and yet he was probably the standout, yeah. wasn't he, under, under Gerrard. Um, and then... Um, he had, the, he had that early injury, didn't he? And then he came back. He came back in Emery's first game, wasn't mm. he? And he was, on, he was on the bench, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, and again, Emery's just found that found that way to play him in that sort of into that sort of two with uh, with Douglas Louise. And he's been a bit unfortunate with injuries. And I think we we really missed him. Yeah, tomorrow, we to be honest with when he was out. Um, so he gets he's very very close to it for me. Um, but yeah, as you say about Moreno, obviously it was a it was an area which Emery really wanted to strengthen. And and and, and that's not a criticism of Luca Dean really. Luca Dean's a very different sort of player. Mm. And um, I said to you the other day that it's great having that competition between Moreno and Dean, having that choice there because yeah. they're two very different players and they bring. Bring different things to the table, so having them two there is brilliant for us. But yeah, you're right, Moreno, bloke that not, none of us really knew about. No, him, no, did no. We? we paid 12, 13 million for him, which in in you know today's terms is very, very little, isn't it? Um, and he's been brilliant. He's been everything that um, he's been everything that Emery wanted him to be. And I think the first the first couple of games we were worried about his defensive capabilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we were thought you know he's really good attacking, but defensively we're not too sure. Mm. But I've got to say about Moreno in, in his defence, I don't think his defensive capabilities have been that bad. To be nope. honest with you, I think he's been fairly all right. Um, probably not as good defensively as. Luca Dean probably but I don't think there's a big but, difference to be but, honest but, but, but I think overall I think it's been pretty good yeah he offers so much and I think he's hands down going to be there you know next season 100% he's going to be starting like I said he's just so so vital for the way we want to play he's always there isn't he he's always in space he's sort of always the out ball his delivery very very consistent the one that stands out for me that assist for Ollie Watkins at West Ham it's just just pinpoint absolutely pinpoint he can, he can get past players as well I don't think we have enough players that can sort of beat a man or you can trust one on one to actually beat a man but the, you know the way he glides past players low centre of gravity can pop it through someone's legs if he wants to yeah I, I love Alex Moreno and the way he's come in and been so good and so consistent so fast in a new system new country brilliant love it right last I wouldn't it's not really an award it's sort of a little it's a little bit annoying to sort of end on a disappointing one but this one is disappointment of the season I think we've got to cover it um, there's three nominations Leon Bailey Coutinho and based on that Liverpool game it's probably a little bit unfair but Luca Dean's in there as well I've thrown him in there but the winner with 50% was Coutinho Leon Bailey got 40% for me it's 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 got to be Coutinho I think that's a bit harsh on Bailey to be honest I, I do as well I do as well I think there's 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 high expectations on Leon Bailey has he been disappointing in spells for me yes yeah yeah he has in spells but I think I, I think overall I, I, I still think he's added some key goals and it's, some his output, key assists, isn't it? it's his you output know. that's the difference if you, if you look at his numbers his numbers haven't been that bad mm-hmm. if, you, if, if, if you're really being honest He's frustrating. I, I know. I, I totally understand that he's frustrating. And there's times when you think, "Oh, come on, Leon, you're better than that. You yeah. are better than that." And um, his head goes down a little bit sometimes. We know that he's an inconsistent winger, isn't he? I think it's the basics with him. It's it's, it's like you've done the hard work now. 
can you find a pass or yeah. can you find that good through ball or can you actually get past your man and look confident? I think, yes, he's, he's lacking confidence. You, you don't really trust him to get past a man, but he's, he's popped up with important goals. Yes. He has that, that yes. Man City at home game where he got us a point with a great finish, by the way. I think when he, when he doesn't have to think about it, he does well. It's just when he's got yeah. the ball at his feet and he's, he's sort of got choices, he's a bit indecisive. You don't really know what you're going to get. I just, I just think that he's... I, I, I think as for the future... And if we're talking about players who are going to be, who are going to be around, in and around it, I still think Leon Bailey is though. Yeah, I still yeah, feel, yeah. I feel like he's a good option to have, and and yeah, he probably won't be your sort of starting winger next season. We need somebody else in there, mm. don't we? Who's a bit more consistent, a bit of quality. Because at the moment, let's be honest, it is, we we over rely on Leon Bailey when when he's fit. Yeah. Leon Bailey usually plays mm-hmm. because he's the only real player we got like that. We don't we don't rely on Troy Orrego because we know we, he's not he's yeah. not as good. Let's yeah, be honest, yeah. and, and we can't sort of trust him all the time. So we do over rely on Bailey, but yeah, I, I think. A little bit harsh like that. I was surprised by that forty percent because I think that's quite. I think he's got a bit of a stigma, hasn't he? Because you, like you said, he's frustrating, so people yeah, are automatically yeah. going to vote for it. But I think if you actually step back a little bit, think about it, think about how much, like you said, we rely on him. Yeah, like you said, a little bit unfair. Yeah, I think, I, and I think on Coutinho, I think he, he has been disappointing, and I think some of it's not, you know, some of it's out of his control. He's had he's had bad luck with injuries, yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely. And I think when he when he you know we played against Arsenal, played really well, scored a great goal, and then he got injured, and then he came back against Wolves on the bench, and he got injured again. So and unfortunate. So he's had a lot of he's had a lot of um, bad luck with injuries, but I think he was sort of our sort of marquee sort of signing, wasn't mm. he? Christian Perslow announced it at the at the awards this time uh, last year. This time yeah, last yeah. year, yeah, the awards night, um, and there was a lot. Of, oh yeah, this is brilliant for Villa. You know, real statement signing, um, and he has really flat to deceive. Hasn't what, he's been I mean, we're doing a separate video on what we like each player keep or sell. But briefly, do you reckon he'll stay? Because I want to see, I want to see, you know, injury-free run under Emery. I want to see how that would sort of fit in because I think the way Emery sort of you know makes subs uh, during a game, sort of when Dia hasn't been incredible, so to see how Coutinho would fit in in the system when we're playing well. I, I want to see sort of one last something from Coutinho. I could see going both ways if I'm being honest. Yeah. I think that I think if Villa got an offer which made financial sense to Villa, I think they would probably take. Has it. he got one more year on his contract? Because th- did he sign a two-year contract? I think it might be more. Than, was it? it must. Have, I think it was a three-year, wasn't it? Okay. I, I think he's got a couple <laughs> of years left. And so I, I just I just wonder whether Villa are going to get an offer which is going to be financially attractive mm. to Aston Villa or not. I don't know whether that will come. I could see I could see like a loan offer from somewhere in like Brazil or in China or something. And but what's and the benefit? Exactly, and, and that's the thing for Villa. It's like well, we might. Or keep him around. He's yeah, a good yeah. player to have around. And if he's fit, he will add something. And so, I know it's we talk about always. Oh, his wages are astronomically mm. high. Well, that's our problem, though. We gave yeah. him a three-year deal. Yeah, yeah. I think it was it's a three-year deal anyway. It's not his fault. And so. I'm a little bit torn on whether he'll go or not. To be honest, I think, like I say, I think if we get an offer which would suit. Aston Villa and suit all parties I think he would go um, but I have a little doubt in my head whether that offer will come to be honest so I think he might still be around next season Interesting Right so that is the end of the Villa on Tour end of season awards if you agree with us let us know if you don't get involved in the comments leave a like on this video if you have enjoyed obviously slightly different uh, it's a podcast where you can see us as well whatever you're listening on Spotify, Apple if you are watching on YouTube smash your subscriptions everywhere leave a like whatever you want to do thank you very much for watching and we'll see you in the next one Up the Villa